Welcome to our community. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Don Butera. Um, before I begin, I just want to tell you something that on uh, version. How many have version Bible on their, on their app? Yeah? Okay, good. You know, now actually what we have is we actually have the, the, uh, the, the message notes and, and everything right on, on the app now. So if you go and you open up the app and then you go to the bottom right-hand corner, you'll see these little lines that like just mean more. You just click that, you press that, and it opens up a sidebar. And then once you open up the sidebar, you, uh, you look for events you click events, and then, boom, there are all the m- notes from the message. So no longer, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm actually quite complimented, you know, when you, when you, like, reach up to take a picture, because I usually go, you know, try to look good, but you're taking a picture of that, not me. But anyways, um, you know, you don't have to anymore. You can get it on there, and actually, we will probably begin to even get a little more detailed and some, and, 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 and start doing, especially in February, we'll start doing some devotionals for the week. And so you can get really deep into the message. Uh, and so, yeah, so that's for you. Uh, and I've said it, now I'm done, and that's good. Okay, uh, I just want to remind you, uh, it's been something that I just wanted to remind you. I reminded you last week about what our mission is here in our community. Our community's mission is to... Thank God they didn't put it up. You would have been better at it. Maybe we put it up and it'll help you. Our mission is to set people free. We want to set people free. And God kind of showed me, and and next year we're going to be going through some of the, I keep getting this message, uh, go back to the start. Go back to the start. Like go back to the first love. Go back to what really matters. And uh, so we're going to be doing that in the start of the year and setting people free. I love to see people set free from shame and guilt and, and uh, set free from disease, set free from sicknesses, set free from bondage. Can I get an amen that we can do that? Amen. amen. And, uh, and our vision is uh, a community of people helping people, empowering each other to fulfill the, their purpose in Christ. And encouraging God's presence in every part of your life. That's what we want. And then, of course, we want to be proclaiming the gospel throughout the world. This week, I sat with someone and we started talking about a plan that will hopefully, I, if, if, yeah, we'll keep praying, but I mean, I think so. Well, God gave me a vision a while back, like maybe four years ago, of a fire in Bali and, and arrows of fire going out into all these different cities. You know, and just a few months ago, we sent out our first uh, our first missionary out of our out of the country. We sent our first one out. That's one, but that's not enough. Amen. We want to see God's vision go out throughout all the world. Can I get an amen? amen? Okay, I'm excited. I don't know about you. Now we started a series, and it's dealing with people helping people, and I and I really kind of got onto this uh, thing, a very very simple word, a very simple thing. Uh, that you can do, you and I can do. It's, it's kind of something that we can do no matter who we are, no matter how much money or lack of money or how much talent or anything. It's basically one word, kindness. Being kind one to another. And last week, I talked about how our words, we can use our words 
Uh, and, and it doesn't cost us anything, but we can be really kind with our words. And this week, I want to kind of talk about 10 powerful like, acts of kindness that we can do uh, to each other. And then next week, I'm going to talk about who we are supposed to be kind to. Yes, everyone, Pastor. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so, you, you know, that's it. Next week, we're going to worship all things. I'm going to stand up here and say, be kind to everyone and then sit down. Yeah, that'll be the day, right? Anyways, <laughs> it's interesting about kindness because in Proverbs 11, it says this. When you're kind to others, you help yourself. But when you're cruel to others, you hurt yourself. So see, in some ways, kindness can actually be a selfish motive. Well, you'll never be kind if you have a selfish motive. But like I said last week, you can make all kinds of mistakes. You can do, I mean, you can screw up everywhere. But if you're kind, most people will overlook those things. I don't think there's anybody who doesn't like hanging around someone who's kind. I mean, I like being with kind people. Usually when I'm with kind people, I get things. <laughs> right? I mean, seriously. You know, I was up in Jakarta this week, and I was with uh, Jose Carroll, and, you know, he told me, I, I was with him, and he was like, no, Jakarta money is different than Bali money. So he wouldn't let me use my money. Except I said, when you come down to Bali, I'm taking your wallet so you can't use it. So I can. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but when he comes down here, because I'm, I'm tired of him, you know, being so kind to me. He's so kind to me. Everyone likes to be around kind people. And there are very practical things. And today, I'm going to be just so practical, so simple that you're going to say, I knew this, yeah? My question is not, do you know this? Are you doing it? Because it's easy to know something, but it's not so easy to do something. Can I get an amen? Especially when your feelings are all wrapped up in the situation. I love this. Uh, I just want to read a couple of scriptures to you. I mean, I love this one out of Proverbs 18. It says, An offended friend is harder to win than a fortified city. And arguments separate friends like a gate locked with bars. But wise words will satisfy like a good meal. And the right words bring satisfaction. And in a lot of ways what it's saying is, you know, if you have someone who's locked up because they're offended and you want to unlock them and you want them to open up, the best thing you could do is be kind to them. To be, give kind words and do kind things for them because after a while, you know, they'll open up. You know, my parents, uh, and I got 20 slides, so that means I got a minute a slide and I'm going to go through all 20. And today I can't go late, so you're happy because Oriflame is coming. Anyways, um, you know, my parents, I grew up in a generation where parents didn't say I love you to the kids. It's just, just that's the way they did it. You know, what do you mean? What do you mean I love you? Look what I do for you. That was the way they said it. That's just the generation they were. But I wanted them to start saying I love you. So I remember when I first started doing that to my parents, you know, I'd be on Skype or I'd be talking to them and I'd look at my mom and I'd say, I love you, mom. And she would go, yeah, yeah. <laughs> She didn't know what to do. You know, my father would go, mm, you know. But I kept doing it. 
I love you. I love you. Every time I went to say goodbye, I love you. And pretty soon, you know, I love you. I remember I was with Jimmy Gunawan and, and I was getting out of the car. And, you know, he's not one to say those. I love you, Jimmy. He was like, I am. <laughs> but now, now sometimes he beats me to it. I'm getting out of the car. I love you. I love you, Jimmy. Pretty soon we're going to start kissing and then we'll be in trouble. Anyways, <laughs> I want to talk about Romans chapter 12 in 10 powerful things to do. There's so Now, what's interesting about Romans uh, chapter 12 uh, is that at the beginning it says what? It says, be not conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind and, and let, your, let your lives be a living sacrifice, Right? And it talks about you as an individual. But if you look in Romans chapter 12, over and over again, it talks about you as an individual and then you as a body of believers. You as an individual and you as a body. You know, you ever notice how when you're talking about, you have Jesus like the Trinity. I'm going to be talking about that tonight and deeper. And, um, you know, sometimes you see Jesus. Sometimes you see the Father. But sometimes you see them all together. And sometimes they mix so close. You can't really tell them apart. And that's what you are with the community of believers. And that's why in this passage, it's talking about being kind one to another. And I want to specifically focus on uh, verses 9 through 14. So please read with me. Oh, you don't have to read out loud. Just, yeah, long story. Let me just read. Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be devoted one to another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Share with the Lord's people who are in need. Practice hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Mourn with those who mourn. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud, but be willing, uh, but, but be willing to associate with people of low position. Do not be conceited. Do not repay evil. Uh, uh, do not repay anyone evil for evil, but be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. If it, if it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Now, I could go through about 17 acts there, but I'm only going to touch on, I think, 10. So I'm going to go really fast. Sorry, translation. Number one, in the best thing and the only way that you can be kind to one another is to love from the inside. Love must be sincere. You really can't do an act of kindness unless it's coming from the inside. Oh, you can do the act, and that person might think that it's kind, but you know inside it's not really working, and there's no power behind it. That's just like praising God and saying, I love you, Jesus, and not really loving him. There's no power in that. There's no, there's no, uh, there's no lasting power that will come out. See, it all starts here. You must love from the inside. And you know how you can do that? A very, very simple way. Not so simple. You die to yourself. You just die to yourself. It's that simple. Just die to yourself. 
See, you'll find where there is lack of sincerity, where there is selfishness, where there are all those kind of things, where there are, you know, even hatred, you will find that, and I'll say it the way my friend said it, maybe you won't get it. He says, there's life where there should be death. You have things inside you that you just need to die to. And when you die to them, you can fully give yourself to people sincerely loving them. That's why God's, Jesus was able to say, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. What an act of kindness. Because he had died to himself. Before Jesus got on the cross, he had already died to himself. That's why he says, not my will, but your will be done. That was the place he died. He died in Gethsemane. And then he died for us as an act of kindness on Calvary. Second thing, don't hate people. Hate what hurts them. Don't hate people. Hate what hurts them. And I'm going to go one step deeper because the Bible says, he says here, hate what is evil. Now, when, I'll just say it, I'll say it and then try to explain it in, in 30 seconds. When you, we, we, we often, we hate the behavior. But when we hate behavior, we tend to hate the person. I'm not saying that the behavior is right or wrong. The behavior can be absolutely wrong. But God says to hate what is evil. What is evil? I said I wasn't going to yell today. Not the person. Not even the behavior. The one who's behind the trick. The one who's behind the curtain. That's the one we hate. The one who causes that person to do those things. That's the person we hate. That's why sometimes when we say, you know, love the sinner, not the sin. I I don't even like that statement. You know what? Hate the devil. Love people. Because he's the evil one. Hate what is evil. Because when you start hating behavior, you tend to hate the person. But if you hate the devil, when the behavior comes, you're going to hate him more, love that person more. Love what is good. God made man good. Like he made them in his image. Okay? Don't hate them. Uh, I'm going to skip and just say, stay to the end. That's, I think, third one. Stay till the end. Be devoted one to another. Oh, your presence never leaves me, and you'll never forsake me. How about you? Can someone sing that about you? You know, we're a friend... Are we a friend to the end? Or are we a friend until they offend? Ooh, I'm going to start rapping that. Here we go. Little word slam coming at you. Right? We have to remain. That, what a kindness. When someone offends us or hurts us or does a behavior that we don't like and we're still with them and we still support them and we still walk with them even though you know we might not like what they're doing we just stay with them even though we don't agree not saying participate you have lines you have to say to them hey i can't do that but still be their friend that's a kindness what a kindness
staying to the end. I mean, if my wife left me for every mistake I made, I she would have left me on my honeymoon. She stays till the end, man. I don't understand it. I always ask her, why do you love me? I don't understand it. She says, I love you, period. Discussion over. I'm with you to the end. That's the best. We need friends like that, yeah? What an act of kindness. Number whatever it is, honor others above yourself. Psalms 50 says this, says, he who offers a sacrifice of thanksgiving honors me. So what he's saying is when we offer a thanksgiving to God, we honor him. Are you thankful for people? Do you thank them? Do you look at them in thankfulness? You know, are you, like I look at Johnson, am I thankful for who he is? Do I, am I thankful that he is a, a, made in the image of God? And I'm just thankful that he's hanging with me. Because when you're thankful, you will do a lot of kind things for people if you're thankful for them. A sacrifice to people that you're thankful about is easy. God wants you to be thankful. You know what? Turn to the person next to you and say, I'm thankful that you're here. Okay, everyone didn't do it. Everyone turn. Turn to your left, turn to your right. Say, I'm thankful that you're here. If they're your wife, give them a kiss. If they're your husband, give them a kiss. Take advantage. I don't know what that just happened, but I'm not going to share that. Okay. Number seven, I think it is. Number six or seven. Five? Okay, I'll get to ten. <laughs> Sharing means caring. Sharing means caring. Listen to this verse out of Acts. All the believers met together in one place and shared everything they had. They sold their property and possessions and shared the money with those in need. Come on now, people. Can I be, can I be, well, you know what? I'm not going to ask you because I'm going to do it anyways. Right now, Right now, there, there is a verse in, in it's, it, it, there's another verse in Acts. It says that there was no, it talked about the, the body of Christ. It says that there, is, there was no need among them. There was no need among them because they were sharing and helping. Can I tell you right now that there are, I know at least a minimum of two people in our body that are in great need right now. And I haven't figured out how I'm going to help them. But we're going to help. We need to help each other. There should be no need among us. We should be sharing. Oh, I want a better car. Do you know, when I was younger, and uh, boy, there goes my minutes. When I was younger, uh, we first started, I remember it was the first, it was the first car I ever owned. I bought this car. Uh, I got my job. I got a car. I owned my car. It was a used car, but I was very thankful for it. I liked it. Mazda. And, uh, you know, then I got married, you know, and, and that, that car was pretty good to me. And then my wife and I, we were selling our house. We were selling, uh, we had a big yard sale and a big party because we were leaving. We were quitting our jobs to start going into the ministry, you know. 
And I remember the car was outside. I was selling it for only $1,500. That's, that's what I was selling it for. But, you know, I mean, we needed every dime because we, yeah. Anyways, and I was upstairs in the house that we were already, basically had already sold, but it was like the last few days we were there. And, um, and my friend comes walking upstairs because we had a big party, going away party. And my friend comes walking upstairs and his name was Jimmy. And he said, I got a lot of Jimmy friends. He said, Jimmy, I said, hey, Jimmy, how you doing? He goes, good. He goes, hey, Donald, you know, Doug's downstairs. I said, oh, great, Doug came. Now, Doug was a, a pastor uh, who pastored among the poor. And when you pastor among the poor, guess what you are? Usually poor. And he says, Doug's downstairs. He says, oh, great, he's a good friend of mine. And, he, and, and, and Jimmy, Jimmy says, you know he needs a car? I said, hey, I'll give him a good deal. He looked at me, he goes, Donald, he needs a car. So I said, okay. I went down to Carol. I said, Carol, Doug needs a car. So it was his birthday the next day. So we put uh, uh, the, the keys in a birthday card. And I gave it to him. And he opened it up and, and he started weeping. He just started weeping when he realized what it was. I mean, it was nothing for me. $1,500, big deal, honestly. Over years, I don't even think of that money. But what I received from giving him that car. Since then, we have been liberated. We've given away six cars in our lives. It's been fun to give them away. It's just fun. I don't know about you, but it's fun to give money away. It's a total joy. And we've got to start being like that. We need to be liberated. If you are not liberated, and, and yes, this is a preacher talking about money. If you are not liberated from money, you're in bondage. And you know how you get, see, get set free from uh, bondage from money? Simple. You give it away. It's the best way. It's the best way. So please, pray, because... They are our family, and I know these two people are in need. And I haven't figured out, how, well, I'm going to figure out how we can help them because I want no needs among us. Number something. Next one. It says, practice hospitality or open your home to others. Open your home to others. Pastor, I live, you know, I only live in a cost. Open your home. Open your home. Open your home. If you invite someone into your home and they judge your home, shake the dust off. <laughs> Open your home. Open your heart. Open your family. We had uh, uh, this lady come. She had been abused by her husband. She had four kids in her family. And so that we said, come live with us. They lived with us for a month. Yeah, that was a lot of hard work. But I'll never forget the time they were in. They were in our kitchen and my wife said something to me and I said something like in a really strong remark back to her and then she just like came right back at me and that's because we, we started laughing. You know, in their house, the father usually, you know, at that point. And the kids, we left the room and the kids looked at all right, hallelujah, we'll take that, amen, amen. That's the start right there. There's a start, there's a start. Despise not the start of small beginnings. Can I get an amen? Yeah. Amen. Anybody else want to put money on the altar, go feel free. All that money will go to these people that are in need. So anyways, um, 
So we left the room and the kids said to the mom, said, what was that? Like, how come he didn't hit her? Because that's what they grew up thinking. When you open your home, there's a lot of things that you can teach people. A lot of ways that you can help people. Look at this verse in Luke. It says, Then Jesus said to his host, When you give a luncheon or dinner, do not invite your friends. Woo! Or your brothers or sisters. Or your relatives. Or the rich neighbors. If you do, they may invite you back so you will be repaid. But when you give a banquet, invite the poor, the cripple, the lame, the blind, and you will be blessed. Although they cannot repay you, you will be repaid in the resurrection. Hallelujah. At the resurrection of the righteous. Let's make sure when we have a party or we have lunch, look around for those who can't afford it and say, come on. By the way, I'm a little broke today. I could use lunch. No, I'm kidding. But but seriously, come on. Let's be a blessing. Let's open our homes and our lives to each other. That's acts of kindness. Number something. Uh, Bless, don't curse. Bless, don't curse. Luke 6. But to you who are willing to listen, I, I, didn't even, I read it wrong, but it's a great way to say it. Love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who mistreat you. Bless, don't curse. Can I be a little more specific? Be thankful and stop complaining. Because cursing, amen, hallelujah. Oh, I got to do it now. All right, all right, there you go. All right, so, you know, one of the best blessings I ever saw, one of the best blessings I ever saw was my daughter, when, we, when it was in the offering, she was about seven or eight years old, it was my younger daughter, and, and like, so they started passing the offering plates around, and I watched her, she had, she had a two dollars, like one, one, you know, American dollars, and then one five dollar bill, and she like, grabbed the two, two, two ones, you know. She put it back. She grabbed the five. She put it back. She couldn't decide. Finally, the offering came out. She took it all and gave it all. I was like, oh, that's my daughter right there. That's my daughter right there. That was one of the cars we gave away. When, she, when we were leaving for Indonesia, we were going to give our car to our daughter. And she had a car. And she came home and she said, hey, bless you, brother. She said, she said, um, she said hey, dad, my friend, she, she needs a car. Can I give her my car? Of course you can. Of course you can. Come on. Anyways, so let's, com- let's stop complaining. Let's stop complaining and start blessing. Do me a favor. The next time you're in a conversation and you start hearing, oh, it's so hot out here in Bali. It's, it's just, you know, I mean, the, the traffic is terrible. Say something nice right in the middle of it all. Don't say anything to them. Just say, yeah, you know, it's great though. I mean, I'm so glad that blah, 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 blah. Bless. Stop cursing and bless. And bless. Wow. This is, amen. Thank you, brother. Okay. Uh, number something. Seek unity. Seek unity. How wonderful. Thank you. How wonderful and pleasant it is when brothers uh, live together in unity. At the end of that verse in Psalm, in Psalm 133. Thank you. Psalm 133. Do it, Lord. Do it, Lord. 
Do it, Lord. At the end of that, that psalm, it says, for there, the place of unity, for there, the Lord commands his blessing. He doesn't just say, be blessed. He doesn't say, I'll bless you. He actually says, blessing, go. Like he commands it. We want to have blessings. We want we build unity. And unity is just being kind one to another. Just being kind. It's such a kindness to come into unity. To surrender your position. And say, you know what? I will hupotasso you. It's a Greek word. It means I will come under you to build you up. And then the other person says, I'll do that for you. And then we start building each other up. Oh, what unity. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. Finally, I don't know if it's finally. It's probably not. Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Don't repay evil for evil. As it says in 1 Peter, it says, do not repay evil with evil or insult with insult. On the contrary, repay evil with blessing because to this you were called. You were called for this so that you may inherit a blessing. So, Unified, God commands a blessing. Hallelujah. Don't repay evil for evil. You inherit a blessing. Do you want blessings all around you? This is how you do it. Amen? I say we go for blessings. How about we go for blessings? Amen? Let's go for blessings. I don't know where we are. I think I got one more. Live at peace with everyone. A little different than unity. Live with peace, in peace with everyone. If anything, if it is all possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. If you are not at peace with yourself, you cannot live in peace with others. Most of the time, the reason why you cannot live at peace with others is because you don't have peace inside. If I have peace inside, no matter what Jason does to me, I have peace inside, it's easy for me to give peace. It's easy for me to smile and love and care when I am at peace. And you know what the most beautiful thing is? Ephesians says what? He is our peace who has broken down every wall. And that wall he's talking about is the wall of hostility between people. He is our peace. Let the Lord fill you with peace, knowing that, hallelujah, you got salvation, eternity, baby, forever, man. We're going to be together forever. It's awesome. It's awesome. And you know what? I'm going to have like this glorified body. I'm going to be able to dance forever. You're going to have this beautiful voice that God's going to give you. You're going to sing forever. And your singing is going to encourage me to love him more. So why don't we start now? Why don't we start just enjoying each other now? Why don't we just start allowing peace to flow through our hearts so that we have peace together? Amen? Amen. We love each other. We care for each other. We see God move among us. Okay. Be kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving each other, just as God in Christ 
has forgiven you. Amen? Let's just open up our hearts to the Lord. Would you pray with me? Jesus, we love you. Lord, thank you for staying with us, Lord God, even when, even when we were pushing you away. Lord, thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah for forgiving us even when we did things that probably don't deserve forgiveness. Lord, thank you for fighting for peace for us when we were unable to do it, Lord. Thank you that you came into unity with us even before we knew it. Thank you, Lord God, that, Lord God, you gave us everything that we need for life and godliness, Lord. Thank you that you loved us not only fully, but deeply and sincerely. Help us to do the same to our brothers and sisters in in Christ. I pray these things in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. 